morning, noon, and bite. It's buy one, get one for a dollar at McDonald's. Choose from a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, sausage McGriddles, and hash browns. For lunch, enjoy a McDouble, McChicken, six-piece chicken McNuggets, and more. Buy one, get one for a dollar. You can get two of the same item or mix and match them. Prices and participation may vary. Valid for product of equal or lesser value cannot be combined with any other offer. Now through April 14th, join a clean and spacious Planet Fitness for $1 down and only $10 a month. With tons of equipment and free fitness training, it's the perfect place for everybody to work out. Even me, Mr. I can't sleep at night, so I keep dozing off during the day. Especially you, Snoozy. You'll rest easier and feel fit-tacular. Wait, how did you get in here? Join in club or at planetfitness.com. $1 down, $10 a month, cancel anytime. Hurry, deal ends April 14th. See club for details. What's up, y'all? Y'all, welcome to another episode of Black Girl Interrupted. Y'all, y'all just don't even know. Like, the only reason I came back tonight was because I was contacted on behalf of the family of the gentleman that I'm going to be speaking about tonight. Um, Want me to get the story out. Um, this story is really not getting a lot of coverage. Um, so, of course, you know me, your girl, Ash. Y'all know I'm always here to bring the tea, here to bring awareness. Um, but before I even jump into tonight's conversation, y'all already know. Y'all know I got to do my mental health check-in. So, drop in the comments. Let me know how everybody's feeling. It's so good to, and great to see everybody. I really, truly missed you guys. Um, I will go into, um, the things that I have going on. Um, but let's first, like I say, let's first, let's do my mental health check-in and then we'll jump into the rest of the conversation. I don't care who you are. Life's going to punch you in the face. Sometimes life will take you to your knees. Sometimes you have to cry. Sometimes we'll hurt deep inside. In time of adversity, you don't have an obstacle to deal with. You have a choice to make. You can suffer or you can choose to do whatever you need to do to liberate yourself. Whatever you need to do to reinvent yourself. Whatever you need to do to overcome whatever you are stuck in right now. It does not have to be your residency. You keep standing. No matter how rough the sea, you keep standing. No matter what you don't give up, you keep standing. No matter what. You got to be bold in life, ladies and gentlemen. If you're not bold, if you're not standing up inside yourself, if you're not willing to call into being the highest and the strongest that's within you when you're facing life's challenges, life will trample you. But see, when you discover the truth of this goodness, this power that you have within you, that truth will set you free from ever being a victim in life. That truth will enable you to handle things with a level of equanimity that will surprise you. Getting unstuck means that you are going to start living life on your terms rather than just gliding through every day on automatic. That you have a special power within 
that you know that things are going to get better for you. You know that you can handle this. And because you want some different kind of results in your life, you've got to decide that I'm going to go all out. We decide which moments define us. Will it be the moment we get knocked down? Or will it be the moment when we get back up? This is when we show the world what we're made of. Listen to me, you can't give up. If it was easy, everybody would do it. But if life's got you down, I need you to get up and prove them wrong. We'll all be the test in your life. Some of us later, damn it. Others find a way around the motherfucker. Family's inevitable. It's about keeping the motivation to keep moving forward on the same exact path that you just failed. People who operate in darkness, they are relentless. They never stop. And we have to make it our full-time job to fight back. You got to put your foot down. You got to get an attitude. You got to get fired up. You got to get up, look at the man in the mirror and go, this is what I'm doing today, whether they like it or not. I don't give a f***. Everybody's focusing on the stupidity things that they got on the news. Don't watch the news no more. I give you the real news. You know what the news is about today? You and how you're going to conquer the world. And don't be disturbed because no one else can see it. That's not unusual. You've got to learn how to tune out the critics outside and the critic inside. You need to change on how you look at those people, what they say to you. You got to start arming your mind. Start preparing yourself for what's out here in life. Build confidence. Build self-esteem. So if people talk shit to you, it doesn't matter. That's great power in adversity. If you're a victim of any kind, make sure you use that shit to become successful. It's about going that extra step in front of the camp. That's what builds self-respect, self-esteem, self-discipline, all those things. Learn to not let life hijack your brain. Don't allow all these things to make you a lesser person. You must own your mind. Don't let life own yours. Everybody has a defining moment. Whatever your defining moment is, own it. And say to yourself, after today, I will do whatever it takes to become everything I can become. Raise the bar on yourself. Challenge yourself. Expect things to be great for you because you're going to show up differently. Fight like a warrior and die a legend. All right, y'all. So, y'all, of course, y'all know how I start every show. Y'all know I start every show doing my mental health check-in. So, drop in the comments. Let me know how y'all are feeling today. Yes, I know it's only Tuesday, but I haven't seen y'all in, like, over a month. So, I definitely want to know how everybody is feeling. Um, Let me say this. I had to really take a step back from background interrupted. Um. Your girl was was really, really, really going through it. Um, you know, grief is a hell of a thing. And, you know, allowing grief to consume my life has really taken me away from the safest place um, that I ever could have created for myself. So, um, hence, I am back tonight. Again, I was, re I was contacted on behalf of the family of the young man that I'm going to be speaking about tonight. Um, but again, like I said, I, I definitely want to do my mental health check-in. I wanted you guys to know that I hadn't forgotten about you. I love you guys. I miss you guys. Um, 
you know, I pray every day um, that that every day that the last day is better than the day before. So um, just give your girl some time. You know, I, I really had to take a step back. Um, I had to collectively get my emotions together. I had some financial issues, but everything is getting better, you know. So I just had to take a little me time. You know, again, y'all know Black Girl Interrupted um, is absolutely my safe space. And it was really hard. It was a really difficult decision for me to sit back and say, you know what? You got to walk away from one of the safest places that you created. But in order for me to be good to y'all, I had to I have to first be good to me. So um, just bear with me. Um, I said I would be back in June. Um, but I, like I said, I'll keep everyone updated and keep everyone posted um, on exactly on an exact date on when Black Girl Interrupted podcast will absolutely um, return. So, hey, brother. My brother says, I feel great. It's getting better every day. Trust me, I understand. I definitely, definitely, definitely understand. Um, it's a process, you know. Um, hurt and pain is not something that, that goes away overnight. Um, it's a process. Um, and you have to allow yourself the grace to feel whatever emotion you're feeling in that moment. So if you're sad, be, allow yourself to be sad. If you're angry, allow yourself to be angry. But one of the things that I'm learning is that I can't lay down in it. You know, I have to allow myself to feel it and push through because I have my babies that are dependent on me. My, my man is dependent on me, my friends, my loved ones, you know, people really kind of depend on me. So if I'm not good to me, I can't be good to y'all. So, um, again, it was the hardest thing for me to do was to walk away from black girl. Like I said, it was the hardest thing for me to do. It was the decision that I really kind of pondered over. Um, and I said, you know what? I've got to take a break. I've got to collectively get my mental together. I've got to get my emotional together. I've got to get my financial together. I just have to collectively get Ashley together. So, once I feel I'm in a better space and I feel like my energy is really conducive to my followers, my supporters, my loved ones, my family, then I will return. Um, but in the meantime, I will pop up and do um, episodes here and there. Um, but again, tonight, it, it really does feel great to be back in front of the camera. Again, I really miss y'all. I love y'all so much. Um, I do appreciate all the continuous love and support that you guys show me each and every time, whether it's a message where you say, Ashley, we love you. Ashley, I'm thinking about you. I'm rooting for you. I want y'all to know that those messages do not go unheard. They do not go unseen. Um, sometimes you, you need that that motivation. You need that that person or those people to pull you up and say, hey, you got this. You can do this. You got it. You know, my brother says sometimes you have to take a step back for yourself. And I did. You know, um, I really, 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 really felt myself down in a really dark, dark place. Um, and that was not the place I wanted to be in. Um, I knew it was not healthy for me to be in that space. Um so I have to fight. I fight every day. Um, and I get stronger every day. Um, 
as you guys know, next Friday is the one year anniversary of the passing of my father. So um, I'm still dealing with that, still dealing with, um, you know, all the other financial issues in regards to my father. But um, I know God is going to make a way for me. I know he is. My brother said it must have um, been meant for me to be on here tonight because I don't be on Facebook like that anymore. Yeah, brother, I'm glad you 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 tuned in. Um, because like I said, I, I wanted people to know that why I walked away, you know, what was going on, because I owe that to y'all. You know, whether y'all say, oh no, you don't owe us an explanation. Yes, I do. Um, because y'all have supported me from day one. Y'all have been with me on the highs, the lows, the ups, the downs, the good, the bad, the ugly. Y'all have been on that road with me. So I owe that to y'all. I I owe y'all an explanation. I I Y'all deserve that. Y'all deserve to know, like, okay, well, why is she not doing the episodes anymore? What's going on? So that's how I wanted to start tonight. Um, but y'all already know. Um, I love y'all. Um, keep praying for your girl. Um, shout out to my sisters, shout out to my brother, shout out to my love, my children. I love them so much. I appreciate their support. Um on my journey as, as I'm still healing. Um, and like I say, I just, I'm going to get there just one day at a time. And I think that was the issue was me trying to rush and push myself so I could feel some type of normal. You know, I really, you know, after losing my father, I really just, that one day changed my whole entire life. You know, I just didn't feel normal. I think that was the issue was that I was trying too hard um, to be normal. Um, or to have some sense of normalcy in my life. So um, I love y'all. I appreciate y'all. <laughs> I really, truly do. Um, so I will say this. May maybe by the next time I do another episode, the braces will be gone. So we'll see. I don't know. Maybe I'll do something before then. Who knows? But I really want to jump into... Um, tonight's conversation. I really want to jump into the topic for tonight, but again, I'm still doing my mental health check-in. Um, again, I want to welcome everybody to Black Girl Interrupted Podcast. Of course, it is your girl, Ash. Y'all know the creator slash CEO of Black Girl Interrupted Podcast. As you see, um, y'all know I'm live every Tuesday night, every Thursday night, 8 p.m. Central Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Um, put in Black Girl Interrupted. You can follow me everywhere. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook, Clubhouse, Twitter, Apple, Google, Spotify. I'm everywhere. I'm all over the place. I'm even on Amazon. So y'all tap in with your girl. So um, I know. My brother say rushing things is about one of the worst things a person can do. You have to let things run its course. Um, I want it to feel normal. Because, like I said, I just, I felt like I had no control over my life. So it was like, I got to get better. I got to get better. Okay, my dad is gone. I got to accept it. Come on, I got to keep going with my life and not allowing myself to feel those emotions. Um, and then the fact, you know, y'all, you know, y'all remember I lost my niece. Um, so trying to recover from all of that and then dealing with this pandemic. And then it was like, I got into, fin uh, I got into some financial debts. Um, you know, y'all know I'm, I'm very transparent when it comes to my life. You get what I'm saying? Because I go through the same types of problems as everybody else. So, um, 
I was at risk of getting my lights cut off. It was just, I was making some horrible financial decisions, um, not wanting to go to work, um, having to push myself to make it through the day at my job. So it was, you know, I really, like I said, I really let the grief consume me. Um, and it wasn't good. It really was not good for me. Um, but every day, every day I, I fight to, you know, be better than I was the day before. So shout out to my, again, to my sisters, my brothers, my man, my babies, and shout out to my dad for being my guardian angel and telling me to get my ass up, even though he didn't cuss, um, for me to get up and keep going because I know my daddy wouldn't want me like this. You know, my daddy knows that I'm a fighter. My father knows that I'm strong. So I'm doing this for him. So let's get into tonight's conversation. So tonight, oh, Lord, y'all, where do I even begin? Where do I even begin, y'all? I just, I, I don't even know where to start. Um. It just really feels good to be back in front of the camera. Let me say that. It, it feels great to be back in front of the camera. So tonight's conversation. Unfortunately, we have to continue to keep having this conversation. And that's stop killing black men. And I see this. And I'm speaking about the police brutality. Enough is enough. We're tired. We're sick and tired of these police officers getting away. We're killing our black men. We're tired. We're over it. We're done with it. We're fed up. We're to the limit. You get what I'm saying? So tonight's conversation, stop killing black men. And I'm speaking to police officers. As much as people say, oh, but, but we stop killing black men, period. There's no but. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Stop killing black men. Period. Now hiring bookworms like Courtney, a crew member at the Batesville McDonald's. McDonald's is great to college students because they actually offer tuition assistance. They've basically paid for what student loans couldn't cover. We're hiring people like Courtney who are passionate about what they do. Our benefits include tuition assistance, flexible hours, paid time off, free employee meals, and more. At McDonald's, the crew is the special sauce. Join us. Apply now at McDonald'sHiresOhio.com. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Now through April 14th, join a clean and spacious Planet Fitness for $1 down and only $10 a month. With tons of equipment and free fitness training, it's the perfect place for everybody to work out. Even me, Mr. I can't sleep at night, so I keep dozing off during the day. Especially you, Snoozy. You'll rest easier and feel fit-tacular. Wait, how did you get in here? Join in club or at planetfitness.com. $1 down, $10 a month, cancel anytime. Hurry, deal ends April 14th. See club for details. I cannot say it any clearer. You'll get what I'm saying? Hey, cousin, I love you. I can't wait to see you next week. Oh, girl, I'm coming to love all over you. Um, But that's tonight's conversation. Stop killing black men. I'm tired. Every time you turn on the news, you see these police officers killing these unarmed black men and are getting away with it. I'm over. So before we even get into that, 
there are a few things that I want to address today. I want to first commend the state of Georgia for finding all three men in the murder trial. They found them guilty, all three guilty of the federal, federal hate crime. Thank you, Jesus, that the judicial system worked for the family of Ahmaud Arbery. So I want to first say that. I definitely want to first say that. Yeah, I'll be there Thursday. Thursday, my flight gets in at noon. So I, I get there at like noon on Thursday. We'll see. Maybe I'm, I'll, we'll talk. But I want to say that. So shout out to the state of Georgia for getting it right for the family of Ahmaud Arbery. Um, absolutely pleased that they got it right. Unfortunately, another story, y'all, that I continue to cover was the murder of Dante Wright. They got it right for Ahmaud Arbery, but you got it wrong for Dante Wright. For those that know, Kim Potter was found guilty on two counts of manslaughter. That is the Minnesota police officer that shot Dante Wright. He was pulled over for an air freshener and was it a, a tail light or he had a ticket, a warrant or something. And he was killed. 22 years old. He was a father. He was a brother. He was a son. He was a nephew. He was a cousin. He was a loved one. And Kim Potter was only sentenced to two years. Two years. 16 months. But let me back up before I even get into that. Again, she was sentenced to two years, 24 months, with 58 days time served. So 58 days, that's two months. So she'll only really do 13 and a half months behind bars, and then the other eight she'll be on supervised probation. 24 months. Is that all Dante Wright's life was worth was 24 months? Did you forget a life was taken at the hands of a person that was sworn to protect and serve who had 26 years on the force who just mistakenly couldn't tell the difference between a taser and a gun? You've been on the force 26 years and you mean to tell me you don't know the difference between your gun and a taser? The taser is on the, le the least dominant side and your gun is on the more dominant side. So y'all already know how I get down. I want to roll as the sentence is, is given to Miss Potter and then I want to talk about the family responding to the sentence. Ms. Potter, will you please rise? 
given all these considerations and having carefully considered the comments of the family and of both Dante Wright and the comments of Kimberly Potter as well as the arguments of counsel, it is the sentence and judgment of this court that you shall be committed to the custody of the Commissioner of Corrections for a period of 24 months. You shall serve two-thirds of that time or 16 months in prison and a third on supervised release, assuming no disciplinary, disciplinary offenses or conditional release violations. You have credit for 58 days already served. Restitution will be reserved. There'll be a fine of $1,000 and a surcharge of $78 to be taken out of prison wages or due within 180 days. You must provide a DNA sample you may not use or possess any firearms, ammunition, or explosives. You have the right to appeal the conviction and sentence. If you are unable to pay the cost of an, of an appeal, you may apply for leave to appeal at state expense by contacting the state public defender. You may be seated, Ms. Potter. So as you can see, 24 months, 24 months was all that Kim Potter will serve. Two thirds of it behind bars in which 58 days she's going to get credit for. So 16 months minus 58 days, you might as well say that's 60 days, so that's two months. So again, she'll only do 13, maybe 14 months behind bars in the murder of Dante Wright. The issues and the concerns that I have with this is why are we still seeing a miscarriage of justice? Two years. But you had another police officer in Minneapolis that shot a white woman and he was given 23 and a half years, had never had a criminal record. The prosecutors were fighting for her to do seven years, but unfortunately, she'll only do 24 months. Only 24 months. So let me play the video of Dante Wright's family responding to the sentence of Kim Potter. And then I want to talk about it. Hear from uh, Miss Katie and Aubrey, the parents of uh, Dante Wright, knowing that 
Aubrey's, many of uh, their family members said, you know, do you believe that we'll get equal justice? And I, I told them I believe they would. I thought we had reached a new precedent in America where we were going to see equal justice regardless of the ethnicity of the offending party and the victims. And so, uh, so a lot of them said, Attorney Crump, you really believe it? I said, we are fighting to make it equal justice. And they said, we normally don't see that in America. And uh, we tried to encourage them to believe that it is equal justice in America. But when we have sentences like this, it makes it difficult to make those arguments because wasn't Muhammad Noor trying to do the exact same thing they said Kim Potter was trying to do? He was trying to look out for his fellow officers' safety as well. He was very remorseful as well. But they didn't make a downward departure for the black police officer like they made for this white police woman. And that's problematic to many people of color in America, that we continue to see this intellectual justification to make sure that seems like they get the most of justice and we get the most of injustice. And that's what we're struggling with at this moment. So this is very emotional for them. Uh, this is their baby. Miss Katie will address you first and then her husband, Aubrey, Dante's father will address you. Oh. Kim Potter murdered my son, and he died April 11th. Today, the justice system murdered him all over again. <laughs> to sit there <laughs> and watch, pouring my heart out in my victim impact statement that took so long to write, and I reread it over and over again, to not get a response out of the judge at all. But then when it came down convicting or to sentencing Kim Potter, she broke out in tears. So once again, we are standing here to say that we're very disappointed in the outcome. Yes, we got a conviction and we thank everybody for that. But again, this, is, this isn't okay. This is the problem with our justice system today. White women tears trumps. Wow. Trumps justice. And I thought my white women tears would be good enough because they're true and genuine. But when they're co-horsed, coached, and taught by the defense attorney, I guess we didn't have a win in this at all. Thank you. I want to just say, you know, I feel, I feel cheated. I feel hurt. I'm, I'm very upset that my son' life was taken, and that it seemed to me that nobody even cared enough. You know, it was like um, they were so tied up into her feelings and what her, what's going on with her, that they forgot about my son being killed. 
a life was taken. Mm. And it's just sad to say that um, I feel like we was tricked. You know, um, we was limited on everything, on what to even say, I feel like. And um, it's just sad that our justice system, will, you know, we actually thought we was gonna get a little justice. You know, nothing could ease our mind from Dante being killed. But just the fact of knowing that this lady was gonna pay for that, it gave us a little sense of hope, like, you know, things were gonna get a little bit better. But now, we, I walk out of this courthouse feeling like people are laughing at us because this lady got a slap on the wrist and we still every night sitting around crying, waiting on my son to come home. I'm upset. Um, and, and the emotions are real. You know, one of Dante family members told me just now, you know, people in our community have gotten sentenced to greater time for selling marijuana than she got for killing our cousin. Let that sink in. There are black people in prison serving greater time for selling marijuana, which is legal in most states, than this police officer got for killing this young black man. Baby, if what Benjamin Crump did not say was the truth, baby, let me let me see this. Hey, young Dorito, good to see you, baby. And let me just go to your comment. Absolutely, two years was not enough. You have murdered, you have pedophiles and people that get caught with marijuana that get more time than murderers. So I want, make me understand, help me to understand how pedophiles or sexual offenders can get less time than someone that's taken a life. It just really truly baffles me. Again, this woman was given two years. She took a life. As I stated before, Muhammad Noor, the police officer, the Minneapolis police officer that killed the white woman was given 23 and a half years. Kim Potter was only given two years, 24 months with 58 days of time served. 16 of that she's only going to do behind bars. The other eight she's going to do supervised probation. And as his mother said, y'all forgot a life was taken in the midst of this because y'all was so hung up on these fake ass crocodile tears that she was dropping. That's what y'all were concerned about. Y'all were so concerned about Kim Potter. You wanted her to go home and be able to spend time with her family for the holidays, but y'all forgot Dante Wright was not going home. His family had to go see him in a cemetery. You have a son that's growing up without a father that was taken at the hands of a police officer that was sworn to protect and serve. You get what I'm saying? Miss Potter, what was your what was your what was what was your purpose? Dante, if you go back and y'all watch the videos, Dante Wright did not pose a threat to you. Why did you feel like you had to intervene? Your partner had the situation under control. 
Two lives could have been lost that day because of your carelessness. I'm so sick of my black men being murdered. Do you understand what I'm saying? I'm tired. And these police officers get a slap on the wrist. They get to go home. We have to go visit our loved ones in the cemetery. Again, you get drug dealers and pedophiles that get more time than murderers. Now through April 14th, join a clean and spacious Planet Fitness for $1 down and only $10 a month. With tons of equipment and free fitness training, it's the perfect place for everybody to work out. Even me, Mr. I can't sleep at night, so I keep dozing off during the day. Especially you, Snoozy. You'll rest easier and feel fit-tacular. Wait, how did you get in here? Join in club or at planetfitness.com. $1 down, $10 a month, cancel anytime. Hurry, deal ends April 14th. See club for details. At Lexia, we know literacy changes lives. As the gateway to the future for every student, literacy can boost their confidence and help them realize their full potential. Based on the science of reading, our literacy programs along with all of those dedicated educators, can change the path of students' lives forever. We believe literacy can and should be for all. That's why at Lexia, we're all for literacy. So that, again, that's tonight's conversation. I want police to stop killing black men. I'm over it. Some of you police officers ain't nothing but some big fucking bullies. Excuse my language. Y'all ain't nothing but some big fucking bullies. Y'all were picked on in school, so now you get a little gun and a badge, and now you feel like you're on top of the fucking world. I'm over it. There should be no immunity to police officers. Zero. Because you take that gun and that badge away from them, they're a civilian just like me. Two years, 24 months in which she got 58 days credit, time served. Again, 16 months behind bars. So if you subtract 58 days from 16 months, she's only doing about 14 months behind bars and then the rest of it is on supervised, supervised probation. She can no longer possess a firearm. But you got a mother and a father that's grieving the loss of their child. Kim Potter, you get a chance to see your family. Dante Wright doesn't. Dante Wright's son will grow up without his father. You understand what I'm saying? That's the issue that I have. It was the fake white woman tears that allowed her to get two years. And because y'all were so lost in the sauce, y'all forget again, and I'm going to keep reiterating this, a life was taken. In the midst of all of this, y'all forgot a life was taken. Oh, she's never had a criminal record. Okay, I've got, I, I know people that have been caught with marijuana that have never had a criminal record and are given 10 years. Not even a chance at probation. 10 years. And then you're considered a felon. You got pedophiles out here that are going around here raping little boys and little girls, molesting people. 
and they're getting maybe five years, if that much, in probation. And they get to stay in a halfway house. And a lot of them don't even register as sex offenders. Go figure. But you got a murderer that you gave 24 months. 24 months. Minnesota, y'all need to answer that. Your police officers need to be retrained because not only do we have Dante Wright that was murdered in Minneapolis, I want to talk about Amir Locke who was killed by a Minnesota police officer. Hello? A no-knock warrant. A no-knock warrant. So I want to talk about the murder of Amir Locke. In Minneapolis, y'all, we just, we just dealt with George Floyd. We just finished dealing with Dante Wright. Now we're dealing with Amir Locke in Minneapolis. Y'all need to retrain your police officers because they're choosing violence. That's what they're doing. They're killing unarmed black men for no reason at all, no regards. And then say, oh, I was in fear of my life. And I hate to say this, and I may catch some flag for this, but the only way this is going to stop is when, these, is when they start killing your white kids. I said it. And I'm going to stand on that. I'm going to stand 10 toes down in what I just said. Y'all are not going to stop killing these black boys until, they, until these police officers start murdering your white children. I want you to walk a day in our shoes. I want you to know and experience what it's like for us to be black. What it's like to walk a day in our shoes. What it's like for us to have to turn and we have to watch over our shoulders and make sure we give our children the talk before they walk out the door. That's the conversation I'm ready to have tonight. Because I'm sick of it. Every time you turn on the news, another unarmed black boy murdered at the hands of the police. Oh, we're going to do an internal investigation. And then they come to find out no charges are going to be filed, but a life is still lost. Let's wake that shit up today. Because I'm on that type of time because I'm over it. I'm a, I'm a black mom with a black son and two black daughters that I fear for every day when they leave out of the door. I have to tell my son every day when he leaves to go to work, be careful going to work. Let me know when you make it home. Because these police don't give a damn. They don't mind murdering us. And then they say, oh, but y'all are, there's no but. Stop killing black men and start holding these police officers accountable for the bullshit that they're doing. Because it's unacceptable. So I want to jump into the conversation. I want to talk about Amir Locke, but I want to address some comments that just rolled through. Um, let me take a deep breath. Let, let, me, let me collectively get it together. So let me read some of the comments that had popped up. Hey, Javert, she says, a whole life was taken. She's a whole cop that's about to retire and she still took a life. Exactly. Javert says, it was definitely under control. She basically came out of nowhere. If you go and you watch the videos, y'all, she reached under her partner's arm. For what? For what? Why? That's, let me move this. 
side of the way. That's the kind, that's what I want to know. That's what that's the million dollars. Why? Dante Wright did not pose a threat that day. I don't believe he had a weapon on him. But he lost his life. So I want to say this to the, to the family of Dante Wright. I love y'all. I'm praying for y'all. It was absolutely a miscarriage of justice. It absolutely was. And I'm so sorry that they murdered your son all over again, right before your eyes. And as the mother said, white woman tears trumped justice. And that's exactly what happened. Everything got lost in translation. They forgot Dante Wright was a person. Regardless of what his background was, he was still a human. He was still a person. He was a, a young black man trying to make it in America. And he was a father. A son, a cousin, brother, uncle. All, he was all of that. Dante Wright was our child. Dante Wright was our brother. Dante Wright was our nephew. Dante Wright was our cousin. Dante Wright was us. You get what I'm saying? So I want the family to know I know what I'm saying is not going to bring your son back, but I do want y'all to know that I love y'all wholeheartedly and I'll keep being the voice for all these black men that have been murdered at the hands of these police officers. I'll continue to be that voice. Let's get it, G.A. You better know it, baby. I had to come back one night only. One night only. One night. One night. You know. Javier says, in the bullet case and bounced back and hit her partner in the face. The other cop was so scared, he closed the passenger door. That's what I'm saying. It was three police officers out there. Your partner had it under control, Miss Potter. What possessed you? Oh, I know why. Because you wanted to be in control of the situation. That was the problem. You were on a power trip that day. A, a damn air freshener? Are you serious? Come on now. They find any and every excuse to pull you over. If your bumper sticker is wrong, they're going to pull you over. They're going to make up some type of excuse in regards as to why they're pulling you over. Well, I tell you what, you can kiss my entire ass, Minneapolis Police Department. And I hope your mayor and your police chief gets your police under control because y'all are murdering people at alarming rates. At alarming rates. And again, I'm going to stand 10 toes down on what I said. Y'all are not going to stop killing these unarmed black men until these police officers start killing your unarmed white children. I said it. Y'all know I'm here to stir the pot. Y'all know I, I pose no punches. Y'all know I don't bite my tongue. Y'all know I don't hold my words back. 
But that's that's what's gonna start happening. Oh, thank you, brother. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I love you. It's so good to see you. I miss you so, so, so much. You know, I'll be catching your little channel. I'll be catching your channel, y'all. If y'all are on YouTube, y'all holler at my brother. Let's get a GA. Subscribe to his YouTube channel. He does NBA games, football. Y'all know I don't know nothing about the video games, okay? But go show my brother some love. Please go, go check him out. Oh, there go my boy B. What's good, Brandon? Hey, hey, hey. I missed you. Oh, my God, Brandon. We are talking about I want them to stop killing black men. Oh, my brother said he got 618 subs right now. Y'all running subs up. Running subscribe. Go subscribe right now. Let's get it, GA. Go find him. Go follow him on YouTube. That's where he at. Run his likes up. Run his subscribes up. Do everything you can. Show my brother some love, baby. Show him buku love because my brother shows me buku love day in and day out. So show my brother some love. And my, bro my brother B then slid through. Brandon, I missed you. So I'm talking about the sentencing of Kim Potter. And now I'm moving into the murder of Amir Locke. So we have another murder in Minneapolis right now. You get what I'm saying? For those that may not know, Amir Locke was spending the night at a relative's home. He was laying on the couch asleep. He had his gun next to him. Police came in with a no-knock warrant. They weren't even in the door with all the 15 seconds. And within nine seconds, Amir Locke was killed. So in a total of 15 seconds, they were the police were in the home a total of 15 seconds. And nine seconds to them being in the door, Amir Locke was shot three times by Minneapolis police. So, I want to talk about this. Another story that's really not getting a lot of traction, a lot of coverage. Let me take a deep breath. Y'all know it, it just really disheartens me to have to do shows like this. But if I don't speak about it, who will? I do these and, and I speak on these because I would want someone to do this for me. If it was my son, my daughter. And if I was unable to speak, I would want someone to come and, and advocate for me. So this is why I do these shows. I do these episodes because I have all these beautiful black men, these beautiful black women that I'm absolutely attached to, that I adore, that I advocate for. So when I saw this story about Amir Locke, all I could say was again, It's almost like you become numb. You become numb to this. You wake up and you say another one. When is this going to stop? Is what we say. 
then we say, I hope it's, I hope it doesn't happen to someone that's close to me. I hope this doesn't happen to someone that I know. Again, Amir Locke, 22 years old, was licensed to carry. I do want y'all to know the video that I'm about to play is very triggering. Um, but let me respond to a couple of comments. Yes, brother. And Javer says she's done. She's subscribed. Let's get it, G. So now you got 619 subs. Let me say this. I want you to brace yourself for this video that I'm about to play. Amir Locke was 22 years old. He was born and raised in Minneapolis and was killed. And the saddest part about all of this, he wasn't even the person that they were looking for. On the warrant, he, he was at a cousin, I, I believe it was a cousin's home. He was at his cousin's home. Asleep on the couch. Someone kicks in your door. You gonna pull your gun too. Then they lied and said, oh, he had the gun pointed at the police officer, which was totally false. But I'm going to let you guys be the judge of the video. Again, it's, it's, it's triggering. So um, if you're easily triggered and you're not wanting to see the footage, um, I, I do suggest, you know, you go ahead and you leave quietly or, you know, turn your cat, you know, whatever the situation is, but brace yourself. Here is the video in the murder of Amir Locke. Well, we have breaking updates tonight in the deadly police shooting that happened yesterday morning in Minneapolis. In just the last few hours, the city released footage from an officer's body worn camera. A warning, though, it could be disturbing to watch. It shows the encounter that killed Amir Locke inside a downtown apartment. At Lexia, we know literacy changes lives. As the gateway to the future for every student, literacy can boost their confidence and help them realize their full potential. Based on the science of reading, our literacy programs, along with all of those dedicated educators, can change the path of students' lives forever. We believe literacy can and should be for all. That's why at Lexia, we're all for literacy. Jeff Wagner is here now to walk us through the video and what we've learned tonight about this investigation. Jeff. Amelia, earlier today, Locke's family first viewed the video, which is what city leaders wanted before they released it to the public. Now, the elements of the video unfold quickly, as you just saw. The video clip itself was 15 seconds in total, but an officer's gun goes off nine seconds after police enter the apartment. Officers use a key to open the door and immediately start shouting search warrant and other commands as they enter. MPD gave us this slowed down version of the footage. Their guns are drawn, flashlights on. They then kick the couch that Locke is sleeping on. And as he awakens and gets up, 
He is holding a gun. Officer Mark Hanneman shoots him. Police also released this still frame from the video showing the gun in Locke's hand. Yesterday, police said the gun was pointed at officers. At a press conference with Mayor Jacob Fry tonight, community leaders asked Interim Police Chief Amelia Huffman if she could specifically point out when the gun was pointed at the officer. So if you look at that still image, um, even though you don't see all of the officers, the involved officer was just outside the frame in the direction that that barrel is emerging from the blanket. But it looked to me as if that, that gun uh, in Mr. Locke's hand was pointed toward the floor. And certainly when the county attorney's office reviews that case, they will be carefully examining all of those factors. Uh, and I am I'm absolutely positive they will take a look at that. It was not long after that answer that civil rights attorney Nakima Levy Armstrong passionately interrupted the press conference. She's part of a new city commission to improve public safety and said Fry and Huffman's response to the shooting is not what voters want. What they were expecting is a new beginning. That's why they gave you more power and authority. So that is what we want to see as the residents of Minneapolis. We don't want to see cover-ups. We don't want to see whitewashing. People are asking very simple questions that have still not been answered. Amelia, you're saying you want to be the chief? Then act like it. We learned some other new details tonight. St. Paul police had a warrant to search three apartments in the building related to a homicide investigation. Chief Huffman did confirm that Locke was not named in the search warrant and added that St. Paul police recovered evidence from the building that could be related to that initial homicide investigation. Jeff, a lot going on there. Mm -hmm. All right, thank you. There is still a lot that we don't know about this police shooting. We talked to experts to get answers about warrants, gun rights, and gaining access to apartments. You can find that story on WCCO.com. The attorneys for Locke's family are speaking tomorrow, and we'll keep you updated on WCCO and CBS News Minnesota. Let me take... As you know, three apartments. So as upon my further investigation and in, in upon this story, the young man that they were searching for, if I'm not mistaken, didn't even live in that building. He was 17 years old, the, the young man that they were looking for. in a homicide. You're at a family member's home. You're sleeping comfortably on, on a sofa, thinking you're safe. Someone comes and kicks in your door at 12, 1, 2 o'clock in the morning. You're reaching for your gun. That's a natural human reaction. Twenty-two years old. gone, life gone, over. And you see how they, we really got to see up close and personal, how they really try to cover stuff up. And I really don't want to play the video again because it's very triggering to people. You get what I'm saying? But they said the gun was pointed at the police officer. But when you go back, if you guys get a chance, just pull it up, go back and look at the video. And you'll see the gun was pointed at the floor. So the police officer was laying on the floor. 
Hello? The, the police officer was laying on the floor. The way Dante Wright got up, the gun was, was pointed towards the floor. How was it pointed to the police officer? Was the police officer laying on the floor? That's all I want to know. Was he laying on the floor? And I love how eloquently that attorney intervened and said, we don't want no cover-ups. My brother says, but you got to keep speaking on this, sis. Not a lot of YouTube channels don't speak on these topics. Let these motherfuckers know. You know it. My sister said, this is the first time I've gotten this much information on his death. She said, it's just pissed me the fuck off. Yes. It absolutely upset me. Because we got, we just now witnessed firsthand how they try to cover up these police shootings. We just saw it firsthand. You heard them plain as they say, the police officer said, Amir Locke had the gun pointed at the police officer. I'm just trying, I got glasses on. And I'm trying to see where, 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 show me, show me. Show me. Show me where Amir Locke had the gun pointed at the police officer. What, what was he laying down like a mechanic on the floor? I want to know. Y'all make it make sense to me. This young man is only a year older than my son. And his baby's life is over. It's over. What do you have to say for yourself? Oops, I'm sorry. It was an accident? No, an accident is running into the back of somebody's car. An accident is giving someone incorrect change. That's an accident. A life was taken. This is not an oops. This is not an oh. No, it's not one of those. We need to start addressing these no-knock warrants. And then the people of the apartment building are the ones that gave the police officers the key. Let's wake that shit up today. So the city of, the city of Minneapolis... Y'all need to get it together. Your mayors, your police chiefs, but you know it falls on us as citizens. You get what I'm saying? Because we're the ones that are responsible for these police chiefs. We're the ones that are responsible for these judges. Get your ass up and start going to these town hall meetings. Get your ass up and start learning about who you guys are electing as your officials of your city and your counties. We're responsible for this. So you can't keep saying we got a problem if you're not trying to come up with a resolution. You get what I'm saying? You got to get up and you got to start going to these town hall meetings. You got to start investigating the people that you're electing for your officials. The way you do your research with these with this whack-ass president and whack-ass vice, vice president we got, you need to do the same thing when it comes to your, your local officials. We're responsible for the judges that sit up there on those benches. We're responsible for the police for the police chiefs. We're responsible for the mayors. We're responsible. So it's our responsibility. You get what I'm saying? To stop this now. 
I can't make it more, no more clearer for y'all. We have to become a part of the solution. You get what I'm saying? Because I'm tired of having these conversations with my children telling them, oh, when you, if you get pulled over, don't do this. Don't do that. Make sure you do this. Make sure you do that. I'm tired of doing it. I want my black children to be able to live a normal life. And I have to constantly keep looking over their shoulders and watch what they do. My children, my children, your children, your cousins, your family members, black people, period. We should not have to continue to live in fear when we get pulled over by the police officers. I'm absolutely sick of it. I'm sick of this, the, the, the miscarriage of justice. I'm so tired of these police officers getting a slap on the wrist. I'm so tired of them trying to drug and bring up a person's past. Whatever they passed was, was not what they were doing at the time that they were murdered. I don't want to hear about it. Miss me with the bullshit. And I'm just going to say what it is. Miss me with it. Miss me with it. Let's get it, GA. Say, excuse my language, sis. I know this is your platform, but I'm sick of this shit. I'm really tired of seeing shit like this. I got a 12-year-old son that has to go into society and deal with this shit. Let me tell you something, brother. Don't you ever apologize for your language. You get what I'm saying? If that's the way you feel, you speak how you feel. On Black Girl Interrupted, there's no filters. There's no censors. I don't censor the way people feel. You get what I'm saying? So if you feel like you sick of the bullshit, you say you're sick of the bullshit. That's what you say. You say it. You don't have to apologize for anything. You'll get at all. You don't have to apologize. I'm sick of the bullshit. I'm over it. I'm over. I'm tired of looking at, at the news every day to see another unarmed black man killed at the hands of the police. I'm tired. I'm over it. I'm sick of it. It needs to be some type of police reform. We as law-abiding paying taxpayers get up and you need to start going to these town hall meetings. You need to know who your elective officials are. You get what I'm saying? You need to know who your police chief is. You need to know who your city, who your councilmen are. You need to know who your judges are. You need to know who the hell that you're electing. And stop going to these polls and just writing shit in and you don't know who the hell you're voting for. So we have to become a part of the solution. Stop thinking that your voices are not going to be heard. You get what I'm saying? Stop it. Find out when those town hall meetings are. We're responsible for the superintendents. We're responsible for the people that dictate the education of our children. So if you don't say anything, you're just going to keep accepting bullshit. And I said it. Javera say, yup, he was on, he was the rug. He sure was. You lied and said he had the gun pointed at the police officer. I'm going to go back and I've watched the video, I don't know, too many times to count. And I get sick in my stomach every time I look at it. And I'm trying to figure out where he was pointing the gun at the police officer. I need to know how y'all are going to get, get out of this one. But you know what? Where there's a will, there's a way. They're always going to find a way. 
looking for Lando Castillo. Philando Castillo told the police officer he was licensed and still ended up dead. Tamir Rice, a 12-year-old boy playing with a toy gun, dead. Alton Sterling, selling CDs in front of a corner store, dead. Trayvon Martin, walking home from the store with a bag of Skittles and a watermelon Arizona drink, dead. Stefan Clark, killed in his grandmother's backyard. Shall I continue? Rashard Brooks, dead. The list goes on and on and on and on and on. George Floyd, kneeled on his neck for nine and a half, almost 10 minutes, dead. Breonna Taylor, murdered. But the wall, the wall got more justice than her. I'm with you, brother. I'm sick of the bullshit. I'm sick of it. So the next video that I'm going to play is the family of Amir Locke. And then the last story, Sharon Lockett, Sherryon Lockett. I'm so sorry. I was reached out on, I was contacted on behalf of this family. But before we get into that, let's hear the family of Amir Lockett. Amir Locke's parents were in town today to talk about their son and ask for accountability. Karen Wells and Andre Locke shared stories of Amir and told those gathered at City Hall to imagine being in the position they are in right now. Here's the family in their own words. How many of you guys have sons of y'all? Let me see a raise your hands. Put yourselves in our shoes. How does that feel to know that your son is sleeping comfortably mm. in a safe place, peacefully? And someone takes it upon themselves to choose who lives and who dies. He was born and raised in the Twin Cities. He was planning on coming back to Dallas, Texas, where I'm currently at, where he was living as well, to work on and pursue many goals that he had planned. But on 2-2-22, it was taken away from him. Never in a million years would I have ever imagined that my son, Amir, who is born and raised in the Twin Cities, law-abiding citizen, did everything he was supposed to do, was raised with moral and values, yes. loved by so many, everybody that came in contact with him, he had a beautiful spirit and a beautiful smile. Never would I have imagined that I would be standing up here talking about 
the execution yes. of yes. my son yes. by the Minneapolis Police Department. Mm -hmm. I didn't think my, my, my son I've seen it happen. I've seen it happen too many times. Too many times. Again, I want you to put yourselves in our shoes. Now hiring bookworms like Courtney, a crew member at the Batesville McDonald's. McDonald's is great to college students because they actually offer tuition assistance. They've basically paid for what student loans couldn't cover. We're hiring people like Courtney who are passionate about what they do. Our benefits include tuition assistance, flexible hours, paid time off, free employee meals, and more. At McDonald's, the crew is the special sauce. Join us. Apply now at McDonald'sHiresOhio.com. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Now through April 14th, join a clean and spacious Planet Fitness for $1 down and only $10 a month. With tons of equipment and free fitness training, it's the perfect place for everybody to work out. Even me, Mr. I can't sleep at night, so I keep dozing off during the day. Especially you, Snoozy. You'll rest easier and feel fit-tacular. Wait, how did you get in here? Join in club or at planetfitness.com. $1 down, $10 a month, cancel any time. Hurry, deal ends April 14th. See club for details. I think about someone kicking your door in, or not even necessarily kicking the door in. If, if that would have happened, at least he'd have awakened, possibly. But by him being such a deep sleeper, what we saw when the officer kicked the couch, I mean, it wasn't even moving before then, until so the officer startled him. When he kicked the couch, when he aggravated Amir, when he forced the mayor to respond, to protect himself, as any law-abiding citizen would do and has the right to do. Again, 22 years old, asleep, a deep sleep to be awakened by police officers kicking a door in with guns drawn for a total of 15 seconds and within nine seconds Amir Locke was shot three times what do we see What do we do? How do you come back from that? Another senseless cop killing. Minneapolis. I really couldn't even imagine as, as a, a mother to have to bury your child. And the fact that the Minneapolis Police Department is trying to cover this up by saying, oh, he was pointing the gun at the police officer. I'm going to go back and watch the video again for about the 199th time and see if maybe I missed something. 
I'm so tired of the hashtags. I'm over it. I'm tired. Twenty-two years old, asleep. Never been in trouble with the law. Was licensed to carry. Life is over. Yeah. Something has to be done. We absolutely need police reform. These police officers need to be retrained. I just don't understand. Why are they shooting first? But Amir Locke posed no imminent threat to anybody. He was asleep. Somebody comes in and kicks in your door at, at 1, 2 o'clock in the morning. They kick in the couch. They're disturbing you out of your rest. You're going to respond as a, as a natural human being. But again, I'm still trying to figure out. And I'm, again, I'm going to go watch the video again. Where was the gun pointed at? The Where was the police officer at? To have the gun pointed at. You could tell him your life was laying on his stomach asleep. He grabbed the gun. The gun was Amir Lock was 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 down. The gun was pointed down to the ground. So again, where was he pointed at the police officer? But this again goes to show you what the fuck the police department does when they kill unarmed black men. This is what this is the narrative, y'all. And I'm so sorry to get 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 enraged and, and, and upset but this is the narrative every story is the same oh he had the gun pointed at me I was in fear of my life I was this I was that every story is the same every unarmed black man or every unarmed black woman that's murdered the narrative is the same I was in fear of my life I'm so sick of that bullshit. I'm over it, y'all. I'm over it. My heart hurts. My heart aches because all I see is these unarmed black men that are being gunned down by the police department and the police officers get nothing. There's nothing done. Kim Potter got two years for killing Dante Wright. Two years. They just been, Amir Locke has been dead 20 days today. And they already lying and saying, oh, he had a gun pointed at the police officer. Where? Show me. 22 years old, y'all. Life is over. This baby's life was just started. And you're already lying. You're trying to cover it up. It's a disgusting miscarriage of justice, y'all. And I, when I tell y'all I'm tired, I'm done, I'm over it. But again, y'all, I do these shows. I talk about this because I'm a black mother of a black boy and two black girls. You get what I'm saying? I do this for them. I do this for y'all. I do this 
for my brothers. I do this for my sisters. I do this for my friends. I do this for y'all. I speak for y'all. I, I advocate for y'all because I'm so tired of seeing these black boys kill life. Not even, I'm so sorry, y'all. Life not even started. And they don't care. And it's always a but. But y'all are killing each other. Okay, I can't say this no clearer. Black men that are, black people that are killing black people, we know they're going to jail. We know this. We know there's no plea deals. We know there's, we know that. We know when Mookie kills Ray Ray, we know Mookie's going to jail. We know this. But when you have a police officer that murders an unarmed black man or unarmed black woman, we have to pray that we get justice. We got to pray on this. These are the things we have to pray on. We have to pray that they're going to convict this police officer. We pray about it. Let's get it, GA say the Minneapolis police ain't learned shit since the George Floyd murder. Now another black man in the same damn city killed for no reason. What the fuck? Right. You go back and you watch the video. They were already on the fire for these no-knock warrants. Hey, boo. Hey, Kim. Man, y'all tap in with my girl. Champagne Conversations is her YouTube channel. Man, y'all go subscribe. Go follow her under Kimberly Latisse on TikTok. Baby, she do some baby, she do some crazy stuff on TikTok, baby. I just be in tears. And congratulations on your weight loss, poo-poo. Girl, I see you're trying to get hot girl fine, girl. I see you're trying to get city girl fine. Don't make Dexter beat you up, girl. I can't, I can't help you now. Oh, but it's good to see you, baby. Good, good, good to see you. Let's get a GA say, I would have done the same thing. Somebody, somebody come to my house unannounced. I'm grabbing my shit too. You're doing, let me, let me say this. Let's get a GA. You're doing exactly what a, what a human being would do. If someone, you're asleep, you got your gun laying next to you. Somebody comes and disturbs you. You pulling your shit out. That's what you're doing. You're, you're pulling your gun out. Period. It's a natural reaction. So a mere lock did not do anything that any other person would have done. If I'm laying on a couch and somebody bust in my house, or if I'm in the bed and somebody bust in the room or whatever the situation may be, and my piece laying next to me, you damn right I'm pulling it. Because I don't know what you I don't know who you are. You get what I'm saying? Because you you disturb my my peace. So now I got to let you see my peace. You get what I'm saying? Kimberly Latisse say no knock warrants need to be illegal. They need to be. Minneapolis, let me say this. Minneapolis Police Department has already been under fire for these no knock warrants. They've had too many people murdered with these no knock warrants. And not just the city of Minnesota, uh, Minneapolis, I'm sorry, but other states when it comes to these no knock warrants. And then in the case of Amir Locke, the office of the, I believe the, 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 let me get it straight. Cause I want to make sure I'm giving y'all accurate information. Um, I believe the person that's over the apartments that he was at gave the police officers a key. 
They had three units that they were searching because they were looking for a uh, a homicide suspect, and they ended up arresting the young man. The young man was the the young man that was arrested was seventeen years old, and if I'm not mistaken, I don't even believe I don't even think the young man even lived in that building in those apartments. And Amir Locke's name was not even on the warrant. He wasn't even the person that they was looking for. Nah. 22-year-old life gone over with. Done. Again, y'all, that, was, that wasn't a mistake. That's not one of those oops. No, y'all fucked up. And ain't no coming back from that. Oh, Kim, you welcome, baby. Y'all, let me let me say this. When it comes to supporting and promoting black-owned businesses, that's what I do. You get what I'm saying? As much love and support as I get, I want y'all to go love and support on the people that love and support on me. So that's why I do what I do. I don't do it and look for anything in return. But y'all go, go follow her. Champagne Conversations, she's back. And then go follow her on TikTok. I told y'all she crazy, honey. Between her and them dogs, child, honey, I don't know. And her duets, she's so hilarious. Kimberly Latisse said, that's a home invasion to me. It's either me or you, and I'm living. Absolutely. Because you're coming my home. You're coming to my sacred space. You're coming to my place of peace. Guess what? I'm busting on your ass too, period. What, what they say, I'm shooting first and asking questions later. Because I'm going to protect my house. I'm going to protect my household. I'm going to protect whatever is in my household. I'm not going to allow no harm to come their way. Kim, Ja, Kim say thank you for the subscribe. Child, Kimberly gets on my nerves, baby. But I missed her. And I'm so glad her conversations are back. So let's get it, GA say. See, I have a family, sis. I'm going to protect my wife and my son by any means necessary. You could book that. That part. That'll we. Do you hear me? Any means necessary. That goes back to Trayvon Martin. Trayvon Martin walking home from the store. Somebody following him. You don't know who the hell following you. You're going you gonna to walk. let the person walk you to your door? And you don't know who following you? Trayvon Martin did exactly what he was supposed to do. George Zimmerman got his ass whooped and you killed that young man for what? After the police officers told you, sit your ass down, we on the way. But you want to take your rent-a-cop ass out there, you got beat up, and Trayvon Martin lost his life that night. So, that's where I'm at. Javert say, I agree with Kimberly because they never have enough evidence and the ones that they do, they always find a way to go fuck them up so they never go in. Right. Right. Absolutely. You got two new subs, Kim. And go follow Let's Get It GA back because he does his NBA and I know Dexter and Dre, I know they love sports. Y'all, go hit him up. Go subscribe to him right now. Run his subs up. Get him, get him, get him to 700, y'all. Or at least get him to 650. And then we'll go, we'll get him to 700. 
Javier say absolutely. Kim say thank you. Let's get it. And you're right, Javier. And George Zimmerman still got off. All because you want to play cops and robbers. Because you wanted to be a police officer and you really were just a security guard. You were top flight security. Not just of the city. Not the world, but the city, okay? We're going back to Amir Locke. And then I'm going to go into Sherryon Lockett again. Um, Amir Locke, 22 years old. Murdered. I'm going to continue to see this. Get out there and go vote. Get your ass up and go to these town hall meetings. Do your research on these elected city officials because we're responsible for the police chiefs. We're responsible for these county judges. We're responsible for these superintendents. For these council members, we're responsible. So it is our civic duty to go to these town hall meetings and we need to vote. We need to pick and choose who we want as our police chief. We need to pick and choose who we want as the mayor. Just like we get to pick and choose who, who we want as a president and you guys did a piss poor job in doing so, but I'll have, that's a whole conversation for a different day. Uh, we're responsible, y'all. We're responsible. So it's our civic duty. Get up and go to jury duty if you're summoned. Go. We have to make a difference, y'all. We really have to make a difference because it's our children. It's our loved ones that are dying at the hands of these police officers and no justice is being served. No justice is being served. So as I get down to Sherryon Lockett, I was contacted on behalf of this family to get this young man's story out. Sherryon Lockett, 27 years old from Houston, Texas. A graduate of Sam Houston State University and Lamar University killed by Houston police officers. When I received this email in regards of can I tell this young man's story? I was a little hesitant. Because I said, I walked away from Black Girl Interrupted. Just for a moment. I need a break from Black Girl Interrupted. I've got to find my peace. I've got to collectively regroup. I've got to get Ashley together. But 
But someone said, Ashley, I need you to tell this story. So here we are. Sherry Unlocking. Again, 27 years old. A graduate of Sam Houston State University and a graduate of Lamar University. Killed by the Houston police. Again, y'all, I didn't want to do this. I wasn't ready to come back to Black Girl Interrupted, but this person said, please, for me. I know this family. His story is going to be overshadowed by all the other unarmed Black men that are being killed on a regular basis. Can you please share this story? So I want to say thank y'all for even thinking of me to tell the story of Sherryon Lockett. I'm over it. I'm over it, y'all. But I'm going to keep speaking. I'm going to keep advocating. I'm going to keep doing exactly what God wants me to do. And that's be the voice. So hold tight. Here's the video. It's very triggering. So let me go ahead and put that, that warning, that trigger warning. Embrace yourself for what you're about to see. Is seeking answers after their son was shot to death by Houston police. And tonight's newly released body camera video shows the deadly shootout that happened last Monday. Sherian Lockett's family is now accusing the police of firing their guns first. Our Roseanne Aragon live tonight at HPD's headquarters downtown with the very latest. Roseanne. The family saw that video and stood outside HPD headquarters demanding justice. They say Sherian Lockett had a bachelor's from Sam Houston State and a master's from Lamar University, but now he can never fulfill his dream of becoming a lawyer. The heartbroken mother of 27-year-old Sherian Lockett standing with dozens. We want justice. Justice will be served. Yes. yes. We anticipate filing a federal lawsuit that highlights the fact that these officers were not trained properly. Yes. Yes. That highlights the fact that these incidents occur far too often. Yes. The center of it all, the death of Shanetta Guidry Lockett's beloved son, who was shot and killed by Houston police February 7th. My son loved the Lord. Yes. My son routine every day. He woke up in the morning, he exercised, and he went back in the house and studied for the LSAT test. Houston police were serving a warrant for aggravated robbery, but the family says the tip police got was bogus, saying Lockett's accuser was a known criminal, while Lockett was never previously convicted or arrested. They take the word of a known thug, they swear out a warrant, 
And before you know it, this young man is gunned down. Houston police Thursday releasing this body camera video. This is the tale of two tapes. Showing multiple clips from different angles. HPD saying Lockett fired first. As officers approached the residence, Mr. Lockett was sitting inside his vehicle in the driveway. He stepped out and began firing upon officers as he moved towards his front door. But Lockett's attorneys say the clips are not in order and point to this video, the now disputed viewpoint of Officer Innocencio. In that clip, you will see that officer extend his pistol and fire shots before you hear any other shots. Not one video shows Mr. Lockett shooting a gun or shooting anybody. They say HPD didn't do it right, saying they never identified themselves. They pull up on you unmarked, not in uniform, and stick out their pistol. What would you do? They say Lockett didn't have to die. They never called him in for questioning. They never investigated him. They never investigated him. They never attempted to contact him. Now, KPRC reached out to HPD and they have yet to comment, but they did release that video, which you could find on our website, clicktohouston.com. Reporting live downtown, Roseanne Aragon, KPRC 2 News. Y'all know I'm never speechless. Y'all know that. Y'all know I always have a lot to say. Y'all know I'm never quiet. What do you say? This is why I do what I do. You have a young man, 27 years old. Whose life is over? I watched that video about 10 times yesterday. About 10 times. Because I wanted to make sure that I got it right. I wanted to make sure I got the story right. Not just for me, but for the family. You pull up. Unmarked cars. You never announced who you were and you immediately started shooting. 
again. Another life taken. What do you say? What do you say? Y'all know I'm never quiet. Y'all know I'm not. Let's get it, GA says, wow. He said, you gotta be shitting me right now. No, I'm not. Javer say, wow. So they're gonna say he shot first no matter what. Absolutely. Kim says, I'm speechless. That's where I'm at right now. Sherry unlock it. Y'all help me. I, I I just I don't even know what to say. Because again, I want to make sure I get it right. I want to make sure I get it right for the family of Sherry unlock it. I want to ensure that this family gets justice. You know. I want to make sure I'm presenting y'all accurate information. So the, the backstory is he allegedly committed armed robbery. That's, that's the backstory. And of course, I'm going to roll the video and we're going to continue on in the conversation. But it was alleged by a known criminal. And they were coming to serve a warrant, an arrest warrant. They had gotten a tip that he was at the house. I believe they called. You pull up in unmarked cars, and, and it was like an all out shootout because. One of the cars ran into the police cruiser that was on the street. 
let me let me let me play video number two and then we can elaborate a little bit more i i've really collectively i've, I've got to really pull myself together again this second video very triggering um so i do want to let you guys know uh if it's uneasy for you to watch i understand i respect you know but this is reality y'all it's not tv so let me roll the second video and and we can go on with the conversation First tonight, breaking news. Houston police released body cam footage showing a deadly shooting in North Houston earlier this month. We've been telling you about the controversial shooting that killed Sherryon Lockett on February 7th. Houston police say they were trying to arrest Lockett on a robbery charge and that he fired at officers first, but his family isn't buying it, even after seeing the videos for themselves. We have team coverage tonight, starting with Grace White, who heard from the family about a federal lawsuit they are filing. Grace? It was a difficult day for this family to watch this footage. It was Cherry and Lockett's grandfather and his attorneys who got to see it first earlier today. Tonight, family, friends and supporters gathered here downtown outside Houston Police Headquarters to call for justice. With them, pictures of Lockett, who had a master's degree in criminal justice. His mother says he was studying to get into law school. But the focus of the press conference tonight was on one piece of video. Video these attorneys claim contradicts the police narrative. Now through April 14th, join a clean and spacious Planet Fitness for $1 down and only $10 a month. With tons of equipment and free fitness training, it's the perfect place for everybody to work out. Even me, Mr. I can't sleep at night, so I keep dozing off during the day. Especially you, Snoozy. You'll rest easier and feel fit-tacular. Wait, how did you get in here? Join in club or at planetfitness.com. $1 down, $10 a month, cancel any time. Hurry, deal ends April 14th. See club for details. At Lexia, we know literacy changes lives. As the gateway to the future for every student, literacy can boost their confidence and help them realize their full potential. Based on the science of reading, our literacy programs along with all of those dedicated educators, can change the path of students' lives forever. We believe literacy can and should be for all. That's why at Lexia, we're all for literacy. What they want you to think is that the initial gunshots came from Cherry and Lockett. Right, right. Let's talk about what the video footage does not show. It does not show that young man firing a single shot at the police. It does not show a single officer announce his presence as a police officer before firing their shots. 
The attorney is also pointing out the unmarked units in the footage, questioning how Lockett would have known who was coming after him. They say he did have a legal license to carry a gun and no criminal record and the warrant for a robbery. The reason they were after him, attorneys called baseless, saying it was based on the testimony of a man with a criminal history. These attorneys do plan to file a federal lawsuit as early as tomorrow. They claim these officers were not properly trained. Len and Mia, there are still so many questions about this story tonight. Grace White, thank you. Moments before Cherry on Lockett was shot by HPD officers. He's getting out. Several officers, some parked nearby outside, others speeding towards 814 West Oak Drive in North Houston are in plain clothes and unmarked vehicles. One of the vehicles that arrived was marked and came with lights on. <laughs> The door opens, guns drawn, and we hear the first two shots fired, followed by a louder succession of shots, right after which we hear officers say, referring to Lockett, down, he's down, he's down. According to HPD, Lockett fired on officers first, who are then seen from multiple angles approaching the doorway to the house where Lockett is down. He's down by the front door. As the officers approach the door, Lockett. Do not move. They ask Lockett not to move and to keep his hands up. Put your hands straight up in the air. And when they do get to the door and kick what appears to be the weapon recovered from Lockett out, it appears to be a firearm that has a drum magazine. You then hear officers call for EMS. Somebody call and roll EMS. <clears throat> oh, okay. Sherry unlock it. Let me roll the comments and then we could go in back into the discussion. So Kim says, sounds like a hater weaponized the police that has set up written all over it. Yeah, possibly. Let's get it, GA says, sis, can I share something on your platform of an incident that happened about three months ago? Yeah, you can. Absolutely. Will the third. What's up, big brother? If y'all do not know, tap in with him, ADHD Hour and the Black Male Podcast. Follow him on Facebook. Follow him on YouTube. Subscribe to him on YouTube. Get his subs up. That is my big brother. This is who I've done multiple shows with. Show him some love and some support. Especially the Black Mailed Podcast. Because <laughs> baby.
He talks, he has those uncomfortable conversations, baby. And I can't wait for me, Kim, and Will to do a collaboration on an episode. And I can't wait. I we're gonna get together on that one. We're gonna talk about that. I can't wait for that collab to happen. Cause uh we we gonna stir the pot. Y'all know I'm here for it. Will the third say they did a drive-by? Oh yeah. Absolutely. Javer says this is absurd. These police officers just don't give a fuck anymore. No one protects and serves anymore. And that's the issue that that I have. You'll get what I'm saying is you say he fired first, but from the footage, they were the first one to fire shots. And it shows. Again, didn't I just tell y'all? This is the same, it's, it's the same thing. It's the same scenario over and over again. You get what I'm saying? It's the same thing. Oh, he had a gun. Oh, he fired first. Same with Amir Locke. Oh, his gun was pointed at the police officer. It's the same story. Hello, America. Do y'all not realize? Do y'all not see? This the same. It's the same thing over and over and over again. This is what they say. Javer says, Will the third? Exactly. And they were waiting on him. It was almost like, like they they were stalked, like they were hunting prey. You get what I'm saying? That's that's what it was. They were hunting prey. Let me. <sighs> okay. Let's get it. GA says, my wife and I were fishing on a military base. Two military police officers were doing their routine checks and they asked if we had a fishing license. He said, we had a fishing license, but you need to have a military um, permit to fish, which he said he did not know. He said one of the police officers I was speaking to was real cool, but the other had his hand on his weapon while we were talking. And I was thinking like, why is he touching? Because number one, let me tell you why he was doing that. Number one, because you're black. Okay. And you're fishing and, and you're on a military base. Did I also forget to say you're a black man? Okay. That's why he had his gun. That's why he had his hand on his gun. Cause you are a black man. It wasn't the fact that you were fishing. It wasn't the fact that you didn't have a permit um, to fish on a military base. It was the fact that you were a black man, okay? That's why. That's why. I'm just going to answer the question for you. That's why. You know, that's what happened. He said um, he was touching his gun. He had his finger on the trigger while the gun was still in his holster. I'm like, really? Over a damn fishing license? He said, I just wanted to share that with everybody. Well, that's why he did it, because you're a black man. It wasn't the fact that, again, it wasn't the fact that you didn't have a permit to fish on the base. You're black, and you're a man. Enough said. That's why he had his gun out. Because you're a black man. That's why. And the partner that was talking to you, he's very familiar. He knows what his partner does. He knows what they do. And those are the ones that piss me off because they cover 
up for those bad cops. You get what I'm saying? And I'm not saying all police officers are bad, but the ones that don't speak out against the rogue ones, they're just as bad as, as the ones that are committing these crimes. So. Kim says she's ready. Kim say bet I'm ready. <laughs> I know it. Will the third say nothing much? He said he took a break. He'll be back next week. I eased into tonight again because the family of Sharon Lockett, a, a friend of their family, reached out to me and, and wanted me to um, tell their story. So um, because they know that this story may not get a lot of coverage. And they're like, Ashley, we know you like to make some noise. We know you like to stir the pot. So here I am tonight. But I am still taking a break from Black Girl Interrupted, but we'll talk about that at the end. Um, Kimberly Latisse says, even if he had a gun, that was a drive-by. He opened the door and started shooting. Exactly. Hello, Ray Charles and Stevie Wonder could see that. You get what I'm saying? It was, you, you saw the video, you heard it, and he immediately started shooting. And you see... He ran into the back of a police cruiser. You pull up in an unmarked car. You're not in uniform. You don't know who the hell is shooting at you. So even if he did fire back, it would have been in self-defense. Because not one time, if you go back and you watch the videos, not one time did, he, did they even announce who they were. And then you pull up in unmarked cars. So you pull up in an unmarked car towards my house? Absolutely. I don't know who you are. You start shooting, I'm going to shoot back. Period. So again, that's right. Let's get it. GA say both of the cops were white. Again. He had his finger on the trigger because he was ready for you to, to get crazy so he could shoot you and say he was in fear of his life. You're a black man in America. That's the same narrative they use all the time. Kimberly Latisse say, dude didn't even stop the car. He was shooting it right. And you'll see that's why they ran into the back of the police cruiser. I think it was what, only two police cruisers and the rest of the cars were unmarked vehicles. But you say he was shooting first. But you, you created this arrest warrant based off of the word of a known criminal. Can you make it make sense to me, Houston Police Department? Sylvester Turner, get up here and do your job, sir. Be a mayor. Instead of worrying about the wrong shit, you need to focus on police reform. And I'm going to call you out, Mayor Sylvester Turner, the mayor of Houston. So I'm calling you out, sir. Do your job. Do your job, sir. Whew. I want to roll the video back just one more time. The very first video. So Will, I, I, I want y'all to 
One more time. And y'all know I typically don't do this. But let me roll this back one more time. Just give me one second. Is seeing answers after their son was shot to death by Houston police. And tonight's newly released body camera video shows the deadly shootout that happened last Monday. Sharian Lockett's family is now accusing the police of firing their guns first. Our Roseanne Aragon live tonight at HPD's headquarters downtown with the very latest. Roseanne. The family saw that video and stood outside HPD headquarters demanding justice. They say Sherian Lockett had a bachelor's from Sam Houston State and a master's from Lamar University, but now he can never fulfill his dream of becoming a lawyer. The heartbroken mother of 27-year-old Sherian Lockett standing with dozens. We want justice. Justice will be served. Yes. We anticipate filing a federal lawsuit that highlights the fact that these officers were not trained properly. Yes. Yes. That highlights the fact that these incidents occur far too often. Yes. The center of it all, the death of Shanetta Guidry Lockett's beloved son, who was shot and killed by Houston police February 7th. My son loved the Lord. Yes, My son routine every day. He woke up in the morning, he exercised, and he went back in the house and studied for the LSAT test. Houston police were serving a warrant for aggravated robbery, but the family says the tip police got was bogus, saying Lockett's accuser was a known criminal, while Lockett was never previously convicted or arrested. They take the word of a known thug, they swear out a warrant, and before you know it, this young man is gunned down. Houston police Thursday releasing this body camera video. This is the tale of two tapes. Showing multiple clips from different angles. HPD saying Lockett fired first. As officers approached the residence, Mr. Lockett was sitting inside his vehicle in the driveway. He stepped out and began firing upon officers as he moved towards his front door. But Lockett's attorneys say the clips are not in order and point to this video, the now disputed viewpoint of Officer Innocencio. In that clip, you will see that officer extend his pistol and fire shots before you hear any other shots. Not one video shows Mr. Lockett shooting a gun or shooting anybody. They say HPD didn't do it. Okay, I just wanted to roll that clip back because as you guys could clearly see, and clearly here, the police officers fired first. He was sitting in his car. So if you're sitting, if he was sitting in his car, they say he stepped out and started shooting. But like they stated, you heard the officers fire first before you heard any other shots come after that. So let's make it make sense, Houston Police Department. Let's make this make sense. You murdered this young man, Mr. Sherryon Lockett in cold blood. 
You said you guys were there to serve an arrest warrant for aggravated robbery. You took the word of a known criminal. with no evidence, and now Mr. Lockett is dead. You guys did a whole drive-by. You pulled up on them in unmarked vehicles. You never announced who you were. And as Kimberly Latisse posted, the car wasn't even at a complete stop. You opened the door and immediately started firing. While Mr. Lockett was sitting in the car, your police chief just said it. That Mr. Lockett was sitting in his car and he stepped out of his vehicle. This was after they started shooting. Y'all murdered this young man in cold blood. So Houston Police Department, you got to an answer for that. This family deserves answers. This family deserves justice. Mayor Sylvester Turner, I'm challenging you to get up and you need to get answers. You need to start working on the police reform. You just got, with a, got rid of one royal gas police chief that went to Miami and ended up losing his job in Miami. You keep saying in Houston, oh, we're going to do police reform. We're going to do police reform. When? When? You're so worried about the construction of these, of these interstates. You need to start focusing on your police officers. You need to start retraining your police officers and tell them to stop shooting people. So I'm, I'm challenging you, Sylvester Turner. I'm saying this to you, Ashley Pitts. You need to work on police reform, period. The family of Sherry Unlocked, they deserve answers. They deserve justice because, again, they murdered him. And I hope your investigators take the time to comb over every last piece of evidence and his family gets justice. You've robbed this family of their child. For what? Your police officers need to be retrained. I wanted to... I had to roll that clip back again because I had to make it make sense to me. I wanted to make sure again, I've, I've watched the video, several videos to make sure I got it right for this family. You'll get what I'm saying. I owe that to this family. Let's get it, GA. Say, sis, I got a role. Got to work in the morning. Listen, I love you so much. Keep speaking out on these issues. I'm always going to support you and your movement. So proud of you. Love you again, sis. I love you too, brother. God bless you. I'm always going to support you. Anything you need me to do, anything, you hit me up and you let me know what you need me to do. I got you. I promise you I do. I'm going to continue to be the voice for you, your son, your wife, your friends, your family, your love, everybody. You'll get what I'm saying? I'm going to continue to advocate. That's what I do. Not only do I help others, but I advocate for you too.
But Sherryon Lockett, the family, I had to make sure I got it right this time. I had to make sure that I got the story out. Because it will get lost in translation. It will get lost in the sauce. I had to make sure I got it right. The family of Sherry and Lockett, they deserve justice. They deserve for their son's story to be heard. They deserve for people to know and not forget who he was. You get what I'm saying? So thank you. And I'm absolutely honored to be chosen to share his story, to make sure he's not forgotten. I want to make sure the countless other black men and, and black women that are murdered at the hands of police officers are not forgotten either. You know, as, as I sit here, y'all, and, and I get ready to bring it to a close, and I go into my final thoughts, maybe I am the chosen one. Maybe I, I, I have been chosen to be the voice for the ones that are afraid to speak. Maybe that really truly is my calling. I don't know. But I'll continue, continue to advocate. I will continue to rally. I will continue to support anything for black men and black women, black boys and black girls. I'll continue to do that. If I don't do it, who will? If I don't get out and advocate for mental health in the black community, if I don't get out and advocate for the disparities that we as black men and black women and black boys and black girls go through, who else will? Maybe Black Girl Interrupted is absolutely destined to go where I wanted to go. Maybe you guys really do truly need Black Girl Interrupted Podcast. Maybe you do. But I want to first make sure that I'm good for y'all, that I'm right for y'all, not only emotionally, but mentally and physically. You get what I'm saying? I want to be able, when I get in front of this camera, I want to be able to tell your stories or speak on your experience in the most compassionate way. I want to be able to do that. So as I go into the final thoughts for tonight, to the family of Dante Wright, I love you. I'm so sorry. That justice wasn't served 
for your son. I want you to know you lean on God. You lean on him to get you through those dark days. That's what you do. I'm a mother of a black boy, you understand, and two black daughters, so I understand. I get it. I know I do. I, I get it. To the family of Amir Locke, I love you. And I'm so sorry that your son was taken away from you. I'm so sorry. And I pray that justice is served to the family of Sherry Unlock. But again, thank you so much to your friends that contacted me to tell his story. I pray that justice is served for his murder. I pray. I ask God to step in and keep y'all covered in your time of bereavement. Lean on him for your own understanding. You get what I'm saying? And know that your children were not taken in vain. <sighs> Know that, that God has you covered. You keep fighting. I'm fighting with you. I'm walking with you. I'm, I'm talking with you. I'm loving on you. And I'll keep speaking for you. I'll continue to be the voice for the unjust. I'll keep fighting because it's really time for us to start getting justice. It's time for us to start holding these police officers accountable for murdering these unarmed black men and black women and black boys and black girls. It's time. Hey, sissy. It's time. And I say that to say, we as a people, it's time for us to do our civic duties. Get your ass up and start going to these town hall meetings. Start doing your research on who your elected officials are. Your voice makes a difference. It's up to us as taxpayers to decide who we want to represent our communities. It's time for us to make a difference. We can't keep complaining about the problem if we're not looking for the resolution. Get out there and, and vote. Not just for your president, but your local officials. Again, you're responsible for who oversees your education of your children. Hence the superintendents, the, your police chiefs, 
We're responsible for putting them in those positions. Your county judges, your mayors, your local councilmen, we have a responsibility to decide who we want there and who we don't. Get up and go to those meetings. That's what you do. Get out there and go. Go vote. We can make a difference. We can't keep complaining about the problem if, again, if we're not looking for a resolution. <sighs> Tonight was heavy. Tonight was very heavy for me. I'm glad I came back tonight. I'm glad I did this tonight. It was much needed. For the families of these countless black men and black women that are losing their lives at the hand of police officers and nobody's talking about it. But I'll continue to talk. I'll continue to be your voice. I love y'all. I want to say thank you to everyone that's supported me along the way on my journey. But I want y'all to know Black Girl Interrupted Podcast is not gone for good. I just have to take a little break. But y'all will see me again. Y'all subscribe, like, share, comment, hit your notification bell so that way you know anytime I go live. I'm learning. Just be patient. Be patient with me. <laughs> I love y'all so much. I really do. Keep me updated. Keep me posted. Hit me up. I want to say shout out to my sis. I love y'all. To my babies. I love my children. And to my man. I love you, baby. And to my dad, my guardian angel. But I'm not going. I'm not going for good. I'll be back. I promise y'all. Y'all got to see my face. I got to keep talking. I got to keep bringing the heat to y'all. But uh, y'all know what to do. Follow me on Instagram. Follow me on Facebook. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Clubhouse. Just put in Black Girl Interrupted and baby, I'm all over the place. Everywhere. Like, share, subscribe. Cut that notification bell on. So that way you'll know. But I do want to say thank y'all for tuning in tonight. <laughs> Tonight, like I say, was absolutely heavy for me, but it was a much needed conversation. Like I said, um, a close friend of the Lockett family actually contacted me and asked me, would I, you know, uh, would I do this for them tonight? And unfortunately, we were going to try to get the family on tonight, but because it is a pending investigation, um, they cannot speak on what's going on. So, um, but, you know, I, I just am forever grateful for even having the opportunity 
um, of being contacted in regards to this. Um, this will not be the end of the story for Sherryon Lockett or Amir Locke or Dante Wright or any of the other countless black men and black women that have been killed um, at the hands of police officers and police officers are not being held accountable. Um, let me say this in one, one quick thing. Um, I do know that uh, the murder trial in the other three police officers uh, of that murdered, that participated in the murder of George Floyd, I believe the trial is either coming in March or May. Either way it goes, uh, whenever it is, um, y'all know I will keep y'all updated. We'll definitely hold episodes and we'll definitely talk about it. So I guys can keep, so I can keep you guys in the loop. So, um, again, I love you guys. I appreciate y'all tuning in with me tonight. Um, but just know this is not the end of black girl interrupted podcast. I will be back. I don't know when, um, but I will let y'all know. I promise you and I won't be gone away long. I promise y'all. So I love you guys. I hope everyone has a great night. Um, I hope everyone has a great weekend. Um, continue to stay safe. Wash your hands. Wash your ass. Um, if you if you want to get vaccinated, get vaccinated. If you don't want to get vaccinated, don't get vaccinated. Whatever the situation is, just continue to stay safe. You get what I'm saying? Um, but I love you guys. And again, um, I will keep y'all posted on uh, when Black Girl Interrupted Podcast um, makes its return. So love y'all. Have a great night. And I'll see y'all later. Bye. Now through April 14th, join a clean and spacious Planet Fitness for $1 down and only $10 a month. With tons of equipment and free fitness training, it's the perfect place for everybody to work out. Even me, Mr. I can't sleep at night, so I keep dozing off during the day. Especially you, Snoozy. You'll rest easier and feel fit-tacular. Wait, how did you get in here? Join in club or at planetfitness.com. $1 down, $10 a month, cancel anytime. Hurry, deal ends April 14th. See club for details. At Lexia, we know literacy changes lives. As the gateway to the future for every student, literacy can boost their confidence and help them realize their full potential. Based on the science of reading, our literacy programs along with all of those dedicated educators, can change the path of students' lives forever. We believe literacy can and should be for all. That's why at Lexia, we're all for literacy.